Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. The job is done. We can go home now. Quote of the night from NBA Finals MVP Nikola Jokic (laughs) after the Denver Nuggets secured the first NBA title in franchise history last night. So awesome. One title secured, another one potentially on the way as the Golden Knights have an opportunity to hoist Lord Stanley's Cup tonight at T-Mobile Arena should they beat the Florida Panthers. Safe to say, Michael Lombardi, as we get things started here, not your average Tuesday edition of the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM, is it? No, and don't bury the lead, Stormy. I mean, you have one ticket in your pocket. Well, you cashed one ticket because you got the under one and a half. And you have another ticket in your pocket that if the Vegas Knights do what, what everyone suspects they might do tonight, you're going to catch catch a parlay. So, you know, that's the lead story here. That's why you were up at 5 o'clock this morning. I mean, you're sitting there. You got one of them in. You know, you sweated out that game last night. Great game. Might be the best game of the series, even though it was horrendous shooting. Mm-hmm. But you sweated that out. And... uh and now you're just halfway home, as Bon Jovi would say. We're halfway there, living on a prayer. And it, it was a sweat, mind you, because I you should have seen me just screaming at my TV throughout the course of the game, especially because, like, Denver, you need the first leg in order to get the second leg. And obviously, emotionally, yes. I'm far more tied to um, the Golden Knights tonight, ideally, um, if they can come through and win that game. But still, I'm screaming at the TV. The Miami Heat have leads after every quarter, except the most important one, and that's what matters. But I'm just... Every time that Jamal Murray threw the ball to Miami, I'm losing it going ballistic, but it ends up the way that we all wanted it to be. And I I don't know about you, Michael, but there is just something about a championship and the air about that building last night in Denver. It was so, so awesome to see. Could not be happier for that group of guys. The Nuggets ultimately win it 94-89, the final heat cover. Every number um, under 210 comes through. You mentioned the horrendous shooting. It was a rock fight. But for this Denver Nuggets team, Michael, took four series, 16 wins, and they did it in 20 total games. Never once did Denver face elimination this entire postseason. It was a tremendous run, and they end up with the title. Yeah, I mean, look, they, and they and I would say they probably feel like they haven't played their best yet. I mean, Michael Porter was outstanding last night. We kind of thought he Finally. might have a better game. 
Yes, but he didn't shoot any. He didn't shoot well, right? Aaron Gordon came back to life. I mean, look, these two teams made 14 three-pointers between the two of them. I mean, think about that, you know? And so, it, and it wasn't because we played, they played great defense. I thought Spolster's comments after the game were really insightful where he said, look, what happened tonight is not what happens in the regular season. It's not what happens in the first round of the playoffs or even the second round or, frankly, even in the conference championship game. This game was a different game, and you could see it physically. I mean, when Aaron Gordon got fouled on the dunk and they didn't call it, you just knew this was going to be a brawl. This was, mm-hmm. a, this was really a fight, and Denver had the more fight in them at the end, and they were able to hold off. Even though Miami made that 6-0 run to get the lead, Denver kind of found their way back through their defense. Yeah, they make that push. Uh, Jimmy Butler, who largely struggled throughout the course of the game, hit a couple of late threes. And then how about speaking of uh, fouls and Aaron Gordon, how about that foul on Jimmy Butler there that everybody in the nation is waiting to come back from the commercial break with the expectation that that foul is going to get overturned and they still send Butler to the line for three? Yeah, unbelievable, right? I I mean, look, it it was, you know, this is the problem with, where the way we see these sports, that these playoff games look so dramatically different than the regular season. Now, look, I'm an NFL guy, and it's the same thing. I mean, I've often said when the Bengals lost to the Rams, the Bengals got away with a lot of contact. I know in that in, in Buffalo, Kansas City got away with a lot of contact, that if that was a regular season game, they wouldn't have. So I get that they want to let the players decide the game, but I think this was a little bit on the other edge, frankly. I think this was mm-hmm. a really a, a rock'em, sock'em game, and that's why he felt like, and I'm talking about Spolstra, that he didn't feel like he could put Tyler Hero in the game because yeah. this is a, this wasn't a game that, that, that he was accustomed to and being out two months wouldn't be a, a game you want to put your toe in the water you know, and I thought JVT, give credit to him, too. He gave out the Kyle Lowry mm-hmm. overpicks. On the, Kyle Lowry made four shots out of 12, and all of them were three-pointers. Yeah, Kyle Lowry and Michael Porter Jr. as well. When we asked maybe is he due, um, the three-point shooting wasn't there, but any time that, that he was making a push, being physical to get into the paint, it was working out for him. So he was able to get the points. And defensively, uh, there were just a number of plays where the Denver Nuggets were able to stand tall. And I think that's a great point by you, though, the physicality of this game. The Heat just kept testing it kept testing it also laughing by the way because we talked about scott foster not being on the floor um he was in the decision making room when it came to the official reviews so we can laugh of course at, he is. we can He's laugh at that reason. one together I mean, yeah i mean he is the he is the alan dulles of the nba he's on the warren commission for a reason i mean he's there you know Now, let's make sure that we give Nikola Jokic his flowers in this spot. Led all players this postseason in points, rebounds, and assists, something that has never happened in NBA history. Ten triple-doubles, the most ever in a single postseason. Five 30-point triple-doubles, nearly average one, by the way. Average 30 points, 13.5 boards, 9.5 assists throughout the course of this postseason and is the lowest-drafted player ever to win finals MVP. Drafted during a Quesarito Taco Bell commercial back in 2000. And 14, Michael. Oh, you, I, I thought you're now you couldn't get good players in any, in the second round. That you had to have a lottery pick. That you had to have you had to lose in order to win. I thought that was the way you had to build a championship team. I guess I missed that memo. I don't know, but hats off to him. If look, I have a campaign that I would like to start. Pearl Vision Center should endorse this. It really works for them. Any of these people who voted for Embiid for the MVP over Jokic will get a free examination of eye care because it's not close. 
It's not even close. I thought and you were going to say you were going to petition a reversal. <laughs> well, I mean, it's ridiculous. It was done by the worldwide leader. It got a campaign through them about things that, that weren't pertaining to basketball, three-time, no one else had, all the things that didn't matter instead of what did between the lines. And this guy is clearly the best player in between the lines. So here you are, a 76er fan, me, I get to rejoice in Mr. Embiid's MVP. I'm so delighted. In fact, I don't know where I'm going to hang it in this room. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Denver Nuggets get to celebrate the ultimate goal, the ultimate title, and they win it. I urge everyone, Stormy, not to make this about me, but I urge everyone to listen to Doc Rivers on the Bill Simmons podcast. When he discusses Joel Embiid and discusses the process, then let them come back and talk to me about how you have to lose to win. And let us not forget a certain broadcaster who didn't even have Jokic on his top three, which is like another conversation for another day. Well, we're not letting him into Pearl Vision Center because he's <laughs> there's we, there's no cure for him. There's no glasses that could fix that problem. We right? already know. So we'll just rocker. let him go. Two yeah. two MVPs though. Um, one of eleven players now to have two MVPs and an NBA MVP in the finals. So just really really cool. And then the scariest part is. You know, you mentioned Eric Spolstra's post-game comments, but listening to Jokic's teammates and Michael yeah. Malone talking about him and how they think that there's still so much more room where he can be even better in the future and that it, winning one has just brought that fire in them already that they don't want to just have one title. They want this to be a dynasty. I really, really enjoyed listening to those guys talk yesterday. Yeah, Malone borrowed a little bit of Pat Riley. I tweeted it out, you know, and he's talking about you got to be able to be a contender to get to a champion, and then a champion becomes dynasty. I mean, it's really Robert Sala should listen to what Malone said as he's on vacation now golfing since he gave the Jets time off. He should listen to what Malone said about how you get to this championship level, and it's not through – you can't cut a step. You know, you, you cannot cut a step, and so that was fairly clear. And the other factor that they talked about is all the players are coming back, right? Mm. Their starting five will return next year. So we know that Denver, by making that trade last week uh, to basically give them a chance to have a little bit of cap flexibility this year, will still restock their team. I mean, obviously, they have to get a backup center to Jokic. I mean, when DeAndre Jordan came on the court last night, everybody was wondering, like, how long will this last? It lasted three minutes, and that was plenty. And uh, they are the favorites in next year's odds already to win it all as reflective in the number yeah. plus 475 to repeat as the 2024 NBA Finals winner. The Celtics in there plus 550, Milwaukee Bucks plus 650, Phoenix Suns plus 850, Lakers and Warriors both there at 12 to 1. Yeah, how about how would you like to be? I love when, I love when they describe Jordan when he came on the court as a good screener. Like, I mean, if there's, I mean, if there's any reason to not be on the court, just calling yourself a good screener is probably one of them, right? <laughs> you know, I think that's probably the, you know, other than saying he doesn't belong on the court, you just say he's a good screener. But I think next year, I mean, it's hard to tell with those odds, right? Yeah. Like, is, you know, what are the Lakers going to do with their team? How do they ma manage the cap? Uh, you know, we know that the Wizards are, are going to restock their team. Where does Bradley Beal end up? There's so much to do there. So, you know, you might want to take a shot. Maybe the Mavericks, Mavericks at 13-1 to or the Cavs yeah. at 20. Something's going to happen. The Grizzlies, to me, without without knowing about Jay Morant, are a hard play right there. Yeah, there's something that's going to come through the wire, we know, and change these odds. So make sure that you're aware of the news cycle and things that you can maybe fire on as well. Um, to get the best of the number. What was your uh, favorite part of the post game, though, this last minute here 
because I, I personally loved the Jokic brothers, like lifting Michael Malone like he was a little yeah. kid. We had the, sh- the champagne in the locker room mishap. What was your favorite part? I, I, well, I love watching the celebration. It's so good. But I love the fact that Jokic could care less about the parade. He wants to go home. I mean, like, to me, you just see this guy is really grounded. Like, everything. I, I'll tell you the best part of the game was Jokic type, being a type A personality and really getting on his teammates and really trying to get the sense of urgency up with his team when they got down by 10 in the third quarter. So I loved it. I, and I, there's nothing better than a celebration. Let's face it. I didn't know Michelob Ultra was the beer of celebrations. Did you know that? It was news to me a little bit. But, oh, look at that. The Them jumping in the tub, tackling Jamal Murray and Jokic in there. So much fun. So happy for them. And, yeah, loved the emotion in the third quarter from Jokic. His leadership skills certainly on display in that spot. Hey, Nikola Jokic, you just won an NBA title. How do you feel? Feels good. Feels good. We finished the job. Let's go home. Heck of a weekend for Let's Serbia by the way, as well, with Novak Djokovic winning the French Open and becoming the all-time men's tennis leaders. We're going to step aside. Stanley Cup rolls on tonight. Can Vegas get it done next? There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and more. All you got to do is download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID, open up an account, and you can start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Stormy Tony with you live from Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. The calm before the storm as Michael Lombardi is out there on the East Coast. I wish that you were here to soak in the vibe around the city right now, Michael, because yeah. it is 
really, really cool everywhere you look. And I mean, if this is already a Golden Knights town, we know that. But everywhere you look, people have Golden Knights, Stanley Cup final stuff, postseason stuff. The symbols are everywhere. It's it's a really, really exciting time and a critical game five coming up tonight against the Florida Panthers. Yeah, and I mean, Stadium Swim will be jumping tonight. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love the you fact that the Stanley Cup, which is verified on Twitter, announced that I'll be in the building on Tuesday on Twitter. <laughs> I thought that was incredible, you know, which is great. I mean, that's what makes, you know, the tradition of winning Lord Stanley's trophy so powerful, you know, and I think it'll be great. But look, you know, the one thing about these games, as we saw last night, you know, there is a little bit of tension with the team that mm -hmm. has to win the fourth one. I thought Miami played loose. I thought Miami played well, even though they didn't shoot from the three-point line. I thought they played physical. They tried, and there was no quit in Miami, and I think that's going to be the same approach the Florida Panthers take today, tonight. And so Vegas has to match that, and if they get off to the quick start like they did when Chandler Stevenson got the quick goal to get the lead, that's going to set the tempo. And I hope they do that again, mind you, Michael, because I was able to take advantage of a, a sports book around town here that had a prop mislabeled for a goal in the first 10. I got it at plus 190, where it is actually supposed to be around minus 150. So I would go. really like a hot start, preferably the, from the Golden Knights. The getting great shopper that you are. I love it. The Sometimes. great shopper. It, mean, it only matters yeah. if it cashes, though, Michael. So we'll see. Well. But. What you, yes. what you said about the tension in the building, though, I think is very, very real. And that's going to be something that might be the biggest challenge tonight for this Golden Knights team to come out and not let the thought process of the Stanley Cup being in the building, the potential of your name being etched on one of the most historic trophies in all of sports, all of the friends and family that are on site today and want to have a party after the game. You can't get too ahead of yourself. You can't think like that. And... As a fan, obviously, I am rooting for the Golden Knights. I have a lot of futures tickets invested in them. But for people trying to bet the game tonight, it's tough considering the number that's out there. Minus 185 on the money line at BetMGM, seeing as high as minus 190. There is some cheaper prices um, across the country, but especially at books here in Vegas, Michael, because, I mean, basically, a sportsbook can set their price here because people want the Golden Knights to win so bad. They want to have the right. printed out ticket saying that they have the the game that clinched the win for the first ever Stanley Cup being hoisted in franchise history, all of those things. So I think from that standpoint, it's a little bit unbettable on the money line. If you want to buy back in on the Florida Panthers at plus 150, you think that they can steal one here and make the series go back to Florida, then that would probably be the, the betting angle for it. But I'm not doing it. I think the VGK are going to win, and I need that second portion of my money line parlay to come through. The Nuggets get it done last yes, night. Vegas do. needs it tonight. <laughs> what, are you, what are your thoughts on, on you know, last game, the, the Vegas Knights got off to the quick start. They took a quick 2 nothing lead. What do you think of the first period, one and a half over or under? And then the other thing I wanted to ask you about is is I, I, I see it as the total goals at six. Mm -hmm. And what do you think at playing that on an under? So totals – I am, I'm just going to be fully honest with everybody out there. Totals in the postseason, especially the Eastern Conference, Western Conference Finals, and the Stanley Cup Final, I've been god-awful at. So I really do not have a, a feel for the type of game that we're going to get from a total standpoint. It could fall right on the six. Um, it could be a 4-2 type of a game. 
Um, you could have a situation like you had last game where you're it's 3-2 and you're sweating out whether or not the Panthers are going to get that equalizing goal to force overtime, stuff like that, and then you get the over. So I'm staying away from the total in this game specifically, but that over one and a half goals in the first period, it's a little bit juiced, but that's been thematic for the Golden Knights throughout the postseason. The goal in the first five, the goal in the first 10, you mentioned trying to get the building bump in. I mean, and if you're the Florida Panthers, right? Like you want to take that away. So I could see more scoring early than not. I'm just not sure how that's going to carry throughout the course of the game. Um, gosh, I'm just so anxious though, Michael. You were making fun of me before the show started because I tweeted early this morning that I just like, I had nervous yeah. energy when, <laughs> when I woke up. I feel just like too I could early. You can't peak that early. Oh, I, I mean, the one thing is you do have guys on the Vegas night that have been here before, right? So even though the Vegas Knights haven't been in this, Lord Stanley hasn't been in there in the building before, you know, there are, there are players, you know, that have been in the building before. So that mm -hmm. certainly helps. I mean, Stevenson was with the Washington Capitals when they won the cup. So, you know, I, I think when they that, beat the Golden mindset, Knights, you got to remind me of that. You got to remind me of that, Michael. Well, I'm sorry. But, I mean, I think it helps, though. It helps to have veteran players in there. And, look, it's a little bit what Malone said, right? To be, You've got to be a contender before you become a champion. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, all, when you have battle scars from losing, it helps you then handle these situations. Because if these situations are the first time, like they might be for the Jets, it's hard to handle. You could say, well, we got all these good young players. They've been in big games. No, this is a different This is a different game as we saw last night. The physicality, them allowing them to play, it's a completely different game. And if that transcends itself, you can need players that understand it. Yeah, Chandler Stevenson, one of those guys, as you mentioned. Alec Martinez, he's won cups with the Los Angeles Kings. Same thing for um, backup goaltender Jonathan Quick. I think he's somebody who could really help out Aiden Hill understanding um, the moment a little bit and how to handle some of the emotions. Although he's been a pretty cool, calm character so yeah. far here uh, in the final. And Alex Petrangelo, who's lifted a cup over his head as a captain for the um, St. Louis Blues. So there are a number of those guys that have that experience yep. and, and understand what it takes to live up to the moment. And I'm sure that's bleeding through the room at this point. And like you mentioned, the players who lost it in season one, those, those six players, Jonathan Marshall, William Carlson, those guys, they know how hard it was to leave that series without a win. For each of these, like for the Golden Knights to win, I think that the keys are kind of going to be just more of the same in addition to not letting the, the moment affect you. They've been playing very, very good disciplined hockey. Every time the Florida Panthers try to goad them into something, you know, they'll take a punch to the face. They'll take a slash to the knee and not retaliate to the point where they're sending multiple guys to the box the way that Florida has. Uh, I think baked into the line a little bit for tonight is the Matthew Kachuk injury, of course, as well. He's yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So, yeah, so he's technically a game-time decision. Um, we'll see if anything more comes out of morning skate this morning. But um, it yeah, he, when he's been out there, he's playing effectively with one arm. He only played four shifts in the last period last game. I could see him maybe coming in incrementally. Like, he's going to shoot it up, right? He's going to do everything humanly possible oh, yeah. no, these to be guys, out there. One thing about hockey guys, these guys are tougher than nails. I mean, they're not they're not on load management program by no, stre no yeah. uh, stretch of the imagination. No chance. Well, and they need him as a, as a performer, as a leader. Somebody's going to bring the guys along. Even if it is in, like, limited minutes, I could see him having, like, two to four shifts a period maybe, utilizing him on the power play for those um, moments when they have the man advantage. 
So situally, situationally, um, he, he's going to play. It's just a matter of what his impact is actually going to be when he's on the ice. For those of you watching at home or on YouTube TV, we've got the Con Smythe Trophy odds up right now. Jonathan Marcheseau, minus 550 favorite. I have a 7-1 to ticket in hand from him. Our guy, Will Hill, who's going to join the show a little bit later, he's got a 40-1, to which I'm very envious of. If there but was... Let's say, let... Let's take. Let's say Aiden Hill pitches a shutout tonight. You don't think he has a chance? I mean, he's been really good in the whole series, right? He has been really good, Michael. But the difference between like NBA Finals MVP and Conn Smythe, for example, is that it's it's a full postseason award. And Aiden Hill didn't play any of the first round, and he came in midway through okay. the Edmonton series. So I think that's something that could ding him a little bit. Although he has been great, I think it's the combination of the postseason as well as really, really being great in the finals and there are just other players for me who have been better marcia so of course leading that pack there was a bet to be made though on that board i think jack eichel at 25 to 1 is very much so still live like if he were to come out and have like a three-point night or something tonight just to kick him over the top where marshy has the advantage is that he's been the better goal scorer later on in the show we'll get into some of the narrative stuff but between jack eichel and how nationally known he's been and his story. I think if there's a bet to be made at BetMGM, 25 to 1 on Eichel would probably be the play there. At the very end of the show, Michael, ESPN's Greg Wyshynski is going to be kind enough to yep. join us and give us the lowdown of everything that, that he has gotten from his perspective, his official opinion. I really hope it jives with mine. Got to tell you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to tell you we're going to win. That's all. That's all you care uh, about. Well, Michael, you always ask me what I'm going to be doing for the game. I'm going to be in the building uh, tonight. So I really, oh, really, we're going. I, we're going. It was a tough decision. I was really anxious you about gotta it. You got to go, Stormy. You got to go. Right? No, those are moments. Those are once in a lifetime moments that come once in a lifetime. I would. I feel like I would be regretting it if they won and I didn't get to see it. So I am hoping for the best. A lot of nervous energy, though. We'll turn our attention to the NFL, though. Don't go anywhere on the Lombardi line. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a smarter sports better with a VSIN Pro subscription for limited time. Sign up for just $9.99. Get full access to everything we do, including daily pro picks on all the summer action, which includes NFL and college football futures. Premium analysis from our team of top handicappers and industry experts, 24-7 video access and pro tools like our exclusive betting splits showing you where the public and sharp money is going to give you an edge. Don't miss out on our lowest intro price of the year. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe. That's where you can sign up today. Rolling along here on the Lombardi line. I got my homerism out of the way now early in the show, Michael, and we can move on to some NFL talk here. And there are a few uh, headlines uh, as we Go through another week of mandatory minicamps ongoing. DeAndre Hopkins and Dalvin Cook, still the big free agents that are available right now. And ESPN's Diana Rossini reporting Hopkins' visit with the Titans Monday went well. He did not leave with a deal, however, which was largely expected, I think. DeAndre Hopkins said that he wants to make sure that he's getting the most out of this process. I'm sure getting the most out of the pocketbook of whichever team ultimately ends with him yeah. as well. Um, Hopkins is next expected to visit with the New England Patriots, although Bill Belichick, when asked about Hopkins' potential trip, said, quote, I'm not a travel agent. Current odds still have <laughs> Buffalo back in the favorites role to land the star wide receiver, though. Michael, where do you currently sit on best landing spots for D-Hop? 
Well, I, I think Buffalo certainly is a great spot, you know, because the even though they drafted Dalton Kincaid to be a slot tight end, a big tight end in their in their twelve personnel grouping, uh, they could use Hopkins in that role. But the concern you have with Hopkins is twofold, right? So the contract, which is what is that number? I asked somebody in the league this morning, what's he looking for? And they didn't know. Whereas Dalvin Cook's agent is telling people it's going to be, he's going to get 9 million. Now, what does that mean? Does he get 9 million in signing bonus and base salary, five to sign, four base salary over avoidable contract? I don't know. But Cook's going to get, according to his agent, 9 million. What Hopkins is going to get is really up in the air. Clutch isn't saying this to teams, so teams are bringing him in. The, the factor with Hopkins, the concern is, so he gets suspended last year for PEDs. He hasn't practiced. He's missed games the last two seasons. And he is 30 years old. And 30-year-old receivers, I know the great Jerry Rice, and I know some guys have had great careers beyond 30. But some guys, he sent to hit a wall. And I think that's going to be the issue is what the number is as it relates to what the physical is. Mm-hmm. Because one thing, when you come visit a team, you still take a physical. Yeah, no question. The The place still that intrigues me the most for Hopkins is the Cleveland Browns and reuniting with Deshaun Watson. And that number, it's moved around a bit, uh, was a plus 150 for a time, uh, was a plus 150 favorite, excuse me, for a time, now plus 350 on the current odds board at DraftKings. Do you think that he could still be in the mix there with Cleveland as well? Well, look, I mean, when you sign Hopkins, here's what you're going to get. You're going to get a guy who's going to get you 60 first downs uh, during the season. 60 first downs. That's pretty good. And every 12 times he touches the ball, it's going to be in the end zone, which is doesn't sound great, you know, but that's a really good number considering the volume of catches. So you know you're going to get converted first downs, you're going to get first downs, and you're going to get points, which are two critical things. Now, where is he in practice, and how does he fit within the culture of your team? Those are issues, as this one coach said to me this morning, there's a lot to work out here, and there's a lot to work through. Which, does it, which sounds like you're going to have to spend time with them. You know, mini camps for most of these teams will end on Wednesday, maybe Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Some teams do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think by the end of the week, Saturday, uh, we'll have a better idea about what Hopkins will do. But there's twofold. It's the money, and then it's how does he relate to our culture. Yeah, and this is going to be a topic of conversation until he signs somewhere. I feel like we're talking D-Hop every single day, but rightfully so when he's such a big name on the market. And we've talked about it numerous times, that Odell Beckham Jr. signing with the Baltimore Ravens probably messed with his head a little bit, getting the $15 million sure. and up to 18 in incentives. And him feeling, you would imagine, like he's a better player than OBJ. Why is he getting this? And I'm put in this position. Um, the Titans 7-1 on DraftKings to land him. We talked about that visit yesterday, the Patriots plus 450. Um, a few other notable reports from Patriots camp this week, though, as well, including the team cut and bait with running back James Robinson just a few months after the Patriots picked him up for a two-year, $4 million contract worth up to eight, according to The Athletic. Injuries being the issue there, he couldn't stay on the practice field. And and to be fair, since that 2021 ACL tear late in the season, he he hasn't really been himself. 
Yeah, no, he hasn't at all, Stormy. He hasn't had that juice last year. You know, in Jacksonville, he didn't have that burst and have that acceleration. And then he went to the Jets, and he didn't show that either. And a lot of people in the league were claiming the Jets didn't play, play him later in the season because they didn't want to give up a later draft pick. When he got traded from Jacksonville to the Jets, it was contingent on production. So if mm -hmm. he went over this number, the, the Jets would have had to give it a better draft pick, and they didn't want to do that. And so New England tried him. Really, this was a tryout. We'll take a look-see to see if we can get you back to that level. They couldn't. So, you know, they're going to have to rely on, you know, Pierre Strong. They're going to have to rely on Wilcox, uh, J.J. Wilcock. They're going to have to rely on some other running backs in there to go along with Rondo Stevenson who can yeah. play on three downs. Now, Dalvin Cook would fit nicely in this. He'd be a perfect complement to Stevenson. He'd be the perfect James White player. But at $9 million, it's hard. So, you know, Aaron Jones took a pay cut to go to $11 million with the Packers. And none of these franchise guys are getting money. They're not getting any long-term deal. You know, Eckler's deal that he just received was really about could take him from 6.25 cash this year only up to $8 million. So if somebody's going to give him $9 million, I would suspect it would be over a two-year contract, somewhere in that range. But the agent believes, and he's telling teams this, that he's going to get $9 million, and he's got that. And typically when agents tell you that, they have it. The Miami Dolphins still the favorite as of right now um, to have Dalvin Cook come back home. Broncos sitting there at 5-1, to one, although we've heard largely, at least in the media, that he's that the Broncos are not in the running. So we'll see uh, where Dalvin ends up making sense from a dollars and cents standpoint as well when it comes to the cap. And the, the yep. thing about um, Robinson's release that surprised me, though, Michael, when it comes to him being out with the Patriots already, is I thought that you would make a decision like that on a guy after training camp or throughout training camp. It surprised me that they've done it now. Well, they, he probably had deadlines in his contract, Stormy. And look, if, if you've gone through the whole offseason and you don't have it, then you're not getting it. And that's a concern. And so you're basically saying to yourself, are, are we, we're risking injury here and losing cap dollars for something that we haven't seen. You know, and if you saw progress, if you saw a little bit of a burst, yes, okay. This isn't about being out of shape. And so the market comes back. Look, when you go through this market of running backs, we saw Sanders sign for $6.5 million. We saw Montgomery to sign about there. And so when you, when you see this, the, the, you don't want to really take a risk on a back because there's going to be a surplus of backs out there that you could bring in. That's what makes the Barkley threatened holdout so, you know, not believable because let's face it, there's no market out there that's indicated that someone's willing to pay above this 10 million dollar threshold um another report from, so this is weird to me coming out of patriots camp because i was very much so under the assumption that mac jones is the starter but there's reports that mac jones is beating out bailey zappy yeah. like what does that mean well, did I mean, we not assume that mac jones was going to be the guy well well, I think with you know the thing is, is if you understand the Patriots culture, is Belichick doesn't give out any starting jobs until they're earned. And yeah, I think no, after no, no. The off -season, I, I understand that, and I know and that so he, he's saw never that going to admit. It, it's a little bit like Spolstra. Last, I love what Spolstra said. Spolstra just he said, "Hey, Denver was better in this series." He didn't say Denver was the better team. He said in this series they were better than we were. It's the same thing with Belichick. He's very calculated what he says. You know, we're not giving away starting jobs. So Mac Jones is going to have to earn it. Now, Mac Jones is going to have to protect the football and make good decisions and be accurate with the ball because he doesn't have enough innate athletic skills or arm strength to compensate for any mistakes. And that's going to be the key to the Patriots season. I guess, like – 
I understand the Belichick way for sure. And you're going to keep that stuff close to the vest. You talk about having to earn positions. I'm just saying from the outside looking in, even if it wasn't clearly stated, I just thought that was the assumption. So it was odd to me to see this as a headline that, oh, it looks I, well, like he's going to be head, doing it over Zappi. <laughs> I think I think I mean it's Mac's job to lose headline sells right yes. you know and so some some guys got to go out there with first team and one of the things Belichick likes to do is to see how competitive a player is maybe today you know yesterday Mac Jones took all the first team reps maybe today Bailey Zappi will or Trace or Trace Mc, uh, Trace McSorley will take some but at the end of the day when you get to training camp. That's it's going to be what Billy O'Brien and, and the team believes, which has got to be Mac Jones has got to play well. No question. And he's already said himself as well that he understands he has a lot of respect that he has to earn in the locker room coming off of last season and a lot of the the attitude issues that were certainly there. But you hope that offense with Bill O'Brien can start to click back in a positive way. Win total for the New England Patriots going into the season sitting at seven and a half right now. And I know our guy, Will Hill, VEASAN contributor, who's going to join us coming up next. He has a play on that win total. We'll see ultimately what it is. The Patriots also plus 240 to make the playoffs next year. A very competitive division that they play in. Very tough schedule that they have ahead, but certainly should be an improved team from a year ago. We got to take a quick break, though. But as I said, when we come back, Will Hill is going to stop by on the Lombardi line. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. 
BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League, is ready for tonight's final. Sign up using code VSIN, that's VSIN, and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets, even if you don't win that first bet. Enjoy a wide variety of parlay selection features as well. They've got live betting options, player props, and boosted odds specials during the championship series the rest of the way. Hopefully just one more game. And find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today. Again, that bonus code VSIN and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win that first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. 21 and up only. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Promotional offer not available in Nevada, New York, Ontario, and Washington, D.C. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in select states. We are rolling along here on the Lombardi line. Speaking of that Stanley Cup final, Michael, our next guest, I know has got to play in this one tonight. Please welcome to the program Will Hill, VEASAN contributor at not the Will Hill on Twitter. And uh, goal in the first 10. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Will, love the play. <laughs> yeah, this is basically, this is really all I bet in terms of hockey game to game. I don't really know that much about the teams, but I know there's a lot of scoring early in these games. It's four for four so far. We got one a couple minutes into uh, into game four. And uh, for whatever reason, this line just seems like it's always a little shorter than I think it should be. So um, I don't know if it's because they, they're more apt to call power plays early in the game as opposed to later in the game. There's a little nerves with the, the goaltenders, whatever it is. But uh, minus 140 for there to be a goal in the first 10 minutes. It's a lot of fun. You, you either win or lose right away. Hopefully you win. But uh, I do like goal first 10 minutes. I think uh, hopefully it's Vegas, too. Hopefully it's the home team here getting off to a good start. Yeah, which they, like you mentioned, they did in the last game. It kind of set the tempo. What? What is there? No other. Do you don't like the over, the under in this game? I mean, two games have gone under. Two games have gone under five. So there's no gate. There's nothing you like there. No, I mean, I would defer to Stormy here. I feel like if you did like Florida, which I don't, you you go towards an under that like the goal. You know, Bobrovsky has to play well, and they have to win a two-one-three-two type of game. And maybe if it's Vegas, it's uh it's more correlated with the over. So I guess if you like Vegas, you like the over, but nothing in, in terms of a play for me. Does that make sense to you, Stormy? Yeah, I think stylistically it does, and that's kind of the way that it's played. Even too like at home specifically, we saw the overs on the road in Florida when it played a little bit more into Florida clawing their way back into games. It was more of that under type of a style so makes sense to me I just I've been awful at totals I was saying this earlier on the show Will totals have not been my vibe and I believe the Vegas Golden Knights are going to get it done tonight but at the price minus 185 I think that's gotten a little bit too out of hand so I could understand certainly if people want to get in on the plus money price for the Panthers to win this one I just don't want you to throw away your money so sometimes no bet is the best bet in the game just sit back, relax, and hope you have some futures bets riding out this thing in the series. But good stuff there. Um, we'll see how things play out. Can the Vegas Golden Knights hoist a first Stanley Cup in franchise history? Could be tonight, but still uh, just a three-games-to-one series lead. And um, if the Florida Panthers crawl back in, I might cry, but it's fine. Let's go to the NFL, because before we took a break, we were talking about the New England Patriots and some of their offseason news. You have a play on their season win total sitting at the 7.5. Which way did you play it? I generally don't like betting against Bill Belichick. So I'm going to go over the seven and a half and, you know, all teams lose games. They could win, win games. They could, you know, win games. They could lose vice versa. But I thought the Patriots really left a lot of games on the table last year. And Thanksgiving, I watched that uh, play for play against Minnesota. I thought they were the better team down to down. I mean, you just go down the line. They had a bunch of close losses. And again, there's always a couple games that you win that maybe you didn't deserve to. But to me, 
to get to eight and nine, nine and eight is not unreasonable. Uh, if you're betting the under here, seven and a half, you're basically what you're saying is Belichick's going to have a double digit losing season, double digit losses. I don't see that. I think the offense will be improved. And look, there's no bigger Belichick fan than me. I would like to see Belichick under oath or with some true serum just explain what that was last year with Patricia, with the offense, that whole thing. It didn't make a lot of sense, but I think O'Brien will upgrade it. Uh, I thought Mac played extremely well his first year, obviously regressed last year, but to me, they got a pretty good quarterback. They still have Belichick as the coach. You got to go eight and nine, nine and eight to get to an over. Uh, I like the over here. You know, I, I think one of the things we don't talk enough about in off seasons is defense, right? Everybody talks about the, uh, you know, the Atlanta Falcons and their offensive ways. And, you know, everybody talks about the, you know, about the offense and the Jets offense. And really, I think New England's defense is unsung, you know, and what they've been able to do in the draft by getting Gonzalez a really big corner, which is something they desperately needed. They needed size on the outside between, you know, between uh, what they had with, with, uh, uh, Jonathan Jones and then Marcus Jones and the, and then Jack Jones and all those guys. They were little. And so they needed some size, and they got him. And then I think this kid that they drafted, the Mop, Mapu kid from Sacramento, they've been playing him at safety and at linebacker. To go along with their inside players gives them way more team speed than they've had in the past. So I, I think defensively they're going to surprise some people. They were good last year. I think they'll be better this year. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. I mean, look, you just got to get to eight and nine here. And you go over. I mean, to, to expect Belichick to have double digit losses. I, it's not a bet I yeah. want to make. I like the over. Yeah. And I know you don't like the Florida Panthers in the NHL tonight, but you do like those Carolina Panthers in the NFC South this year. And between the Patriots over and you like in the Panthers, like you're just singing everything Michael and I have been talking about, I feel like on the program. Why do you like Carolina this year? Yeah, I don't think you were hosting last year, but I had the Panthers. When they got off to that bad start, I bet them to win the division last year at some crazy numbers, and I came oh so close. That one still <laughs> stings because that last game against Tampa, I mean, there were so many games they could have won. Speaking of a team where so many games they could have won that they didn't, uh, I thought they really uh, – look, I, I watched them a lot with having tickets on them. I thought the ro the roster was decent. I thought they were pretty good on defense. They had some players. Now you're going to bring in Miles Sanders. You're going to bring in Thielen. If he has anything left, it's sort of a win-now uh, mentality in terms of improving um, You know, with, with the guys they brought in. I think Reich is a really – you know, at least an above-average coach. I would say an excellent coach. Maybe that's too high a praise, but he's a good coach. Uh, you're going to add Young here where their quarterback play was a disaster last year. I just think it's a bad division. Nine wins could get it done at plus 380. Uh, I think that's a good bet. So I'm going to go back here with Carolina. I think if you're getting almost four to one here, uh, I, I don't think Tampa's really a contender. To me, it comes down to, you know, the Panthers. I think people are a little too high on Atlanta. And, and then the Saints. There's no reason this team can't win the division. I don't think this line should be anywhere close to plus 380. So I'll take a chance here. Panthers plus 380 to win the division. Yeah, I, I like that too. You know, I think the you go, you know I watched all the Panthers games, seen them on tape. I mean, they had a chances in a lot of games. I mean, if they got any quarterback can play, Matt Rule wouldn't be sitting in Lincoln, Nebraska. He'd be right there in Carolina. He'd be in Charlotte. But unfortunately, he didn't. And Baker Mayfield's now in Tampa. I mean, could it get better than that? You know. So I think that. I, why are you down on the Bills this year, Will? I would just worry. First of all, it's a brutal schedule. I mean, you, you look at it, and later in the year, it's at the Chiefs, at the Eagles, the Cowboys. They're no, their Thanksgiving on is really tough, but I would just worry that they sort of missed their window. And, you know, 10 and a half wins is a lot. Expecting to get to 11 in the AFC is a lot. It's a brutal AFC. It's a brutal division. And you just look at the roster. I mean, outside of Allen, where are they really elite? Uh, you mentioned receivers turning 30. Diggs turns 30 in the middle of the season. 
I just don't know that there's a whole lot of talent both sides of the ball. We saw Cincy push them around uh, in the playoffs. They looked really small. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you, you expect this team to get to 11 wins. Plus the, the 10 and a half, the under is plus money. So I just don't know that this is a great roster here. You always worry about Allen with an injury with all the running. So um, I, I just worry that, you know, the, the, the Bills had a three-year stretch here where they were a contender right up there with the Chiefs as the best team in the league. And, you know, whether it's the coaching in the 13 seconds, whether it's last year in Cincy, they've just found a way to, to not come through here. And eventually, you know what, unless you're really good at drafting and restocking, you run out of time eventually. And I just think getting to 11 wins is tough. 13 win season yeah, a year I, I, ago, but the under plus 120 if they if they do go under that number. Yeah, I, I mean, I just think to me, though, with the quarterbacks, your window, right? And I agree with everything yeah. Will said about the size of their team and the lack of physicality, which they've got. A, I, I think the caveat here is what will they be like with Sean McDermott calling the defensive plays? I think that's something to really dig deep in. No one's talked about it. Leslie Frazier left, you know, and McDermott was the guy that called the plays with 13 seconds. And I think those 13 seconds, that ripple effect is still lingering in Buffalo. I'm also, Will, very offended um, as somebody who is 30 years old that, you know, you would say something like that about Stefan Diggs, but it's fine. Um, the you're, US not, you're not running out there trying to get open, trying to catch, you know, passes across the middle. No, I just tore my meniscus standing up from the ground as a television personality, so it's fine. Um, we do have the U.S. Open in PGA coming up this week, the 123rd edition this year at the Los Angeles Country Club. Last 40 seconds here. Any flyers you took? Scheffler, 18 to one first round leader, I think is a good bet. I don't want to bet him seven to one, but uh, if you look at his numbers, T to green is incredible. Uh, he struggles with the putter time to time, but he plays really well in these majors. So 18 to one first round leader, you get a little sweat going Thursday. If, you know, if he puts well, he could certainly have the lead and around one there. Love it. Awesome stuff as always. Will. thank you. Great All job. Right, will. Thank you. It. Man, 30 years old. They're dust. They're on the back nine. Yeah. Really hurts. Michael. Uh, well, it's when you're a receiver, it's hard. I mean, that's a physical sport to play out there in the bur I mean, but like I like Hopkins, who never really had elite speed. It may not affect him as much. How about the running back position a little bit later on in the show? Let's get to some elderly running backs and see how many, uh, if, if they're going to go over or under their yards prop. I think that'll be a fun one to analyze. We got to take a quick break. Hour two of the Lombardi line coming up after this message. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 